show with Sam and Joe. This is episode 133 for February 23rd, 2017. This week we talk about being just friends with people we've dated, Lindsay Lohan's Turkish adventure, butthole masks, generic pop music, and good luck charms in our weird collections. So stick around for The The Show! One, two, three, clap. Oh. Yay! I could go on for like literally twenty minutes, probably. Yeah, so me I'm too. gonna I'm gonna cut myself off. That's just that's, Hi, everybody. That's the podcast this week. It's just Joe and I. <laughs> Slowly, our computer systems are dying. And just didn't here. we? Didn't we talk about one week doing some sort of weird thing with a podcast like that? Yeah, where but we, see, uh, we, we have... talking like Simlish or yeah. The problem is we both have the worst memory, so we can barely remember what the fuck we said. Like after we just get done recording a podcast, let alone something we yeah. said like a month ago. I'm pretty sure we've told like the exact same stories, like each of us, like five times, if oh, not yeah. more like 20, mm-hmm. but we probably have like a really high turnover of viewers because nobody can stand us for like very long. Yeah. So they like out. forget. Yeah, exactly. It's been great. <laughs> it all works out in the end. Thank great. you so much for sticking around for like a little bit and then leaving <laughs> and someone takes your place. <laughs> Yeah, Just thanks. kidding. Thanks, guys. Uh, how are you doing, Sam? I'm good. I'm I, I'm a little bit sick because I oh, no. I ventured out into the general public. I don't know if you guys heard of this, but there are other people living on this earth that aren't just in my house. Did um, you Purell? Um, I did not Purell. There wasn't any mm. nearby, so that was my problem. Um, you got to get the carry size. Ooh, I do. I got to put mm-hmm. it. I need to put it in my little laptop bag or my little purse. The little squishy keychain ones. Oh my god, I didn't. I forgot those even existed. You can literally put them on your keychain, right? Yeah, they have all these like cute patterns that look like you might be someone who likes scrapbooks or something. Oh my you know? god, how festive! That's what you want to I'm, look like, right? So anyway, so I um, every year I talk about this. I mean, you talk about high turnover. It's this. It's that time of year again where Sam goes on his family ski trip, and I visit all of my aunts and uncles and everyone. Um, and the ravioli side of the family. My dad has seven brothers and sisters. Not seven brothers and seven sisters. It's seven brothers and sisters. So there's there's um, there's eight kids in total. And so uh, they all have at least two kids. And so there's like a huge fucking number of raviolis that gather at this hot springs resort in Montana every year. And there's a ski resort nearby and we all are white and we go skiing and we have a gay old time. We get drunk and whatever. Um, And of course, one of them, you know, is bound to be sick, which got the rest of us sick. So I kind of I have this head cold. I'm more nasally than usual of the podcast. I don't know why I'm doing a podcast. Like I am, I don't feel like m- that my voice is meant for radio because it's like super no, nasally. I mean, it sucks so much. Like when you don't have the face for video, but you also don't have the voice for radio. Exactly. But, like you want to entertain people, and so you're just like fucked. You. Just, that's what I've been doing like all these years. It's like mm-hmm. I'll take whoever I can get yeah. viewing me. Like if I can trap you into watching me somehow, mm-hmm. I'll do it. I mean, you can do what most um, ugly YouTubers do when they're gay. Is just like make them just have your content be that you're gay and that you want a gay best friend and everything about you is gay and gay this oh, gay and that. Ex- Include your boyfriend in every video and oh have my the God, thumbnails my... you kissing. Oh my God. Exploit uh... that relationship, Henny. Oh, don't forget to have your wedding live streamed. Oh my God. Also, and well, here's the thing. You can do that even if you're attractive too. You just don't have to, like, you can't have any talent. That's why you do that. It's because you're attractive. You're either ugly and don't have talent or you're attractive. Or no, wait, you're either you're ugly and do have talent or you're attractive and you don't have talent. Either way it goes. We're just Good. shading YouTubers. That's what we're doing. That's fine. We that's the best thing we mm-hmm. could ever do because mm-hmm. nobody cares about us anymore. So. I mean, no one cared about me in the first place. So I uh, that ship sailed uh, like that's before true. I was born. Thankfully, 
You know what someone once told me? They were like, if only you were, someone literally told me this, like in a comment on a video. Oh my they God. were like, if only you were attractive, like you would be so <laughs> oh big. God. And I was <laughs> like, whoa, way to just stab that insecurity. Oh my God. God. Just, just stab it right to death. That's why we're on antidepressants. So that sort of shit doesn't affect us on a daily basis and actually make us want to kill true. ourselves. So true. this podcast is sponsored by Lexapro. Oh, yeah. We're both on Lexapro now. Good. Yay. Mm-hmm. Did you get the shits really bad when you first started or not because you, had tr- you were transferring from a different Um, I don't think I drag. really... Well, I, I get the shits randomly because I'm pretty sure... Okay. I mean, you, this is the podcast you guys are listening to. Um, yeah. I get the shits randomly because I probably have undiagnosed IBS. I, yeah, I self-diagnosed myself uh-huh. with undiagnosed IBS. So I don't think it matters. Your WebMD, you know. I mean, it's either it's either IBS or I have like colorectal cancer. So I don't know. Like sure. it's, it's one or the other, right? Um, yeah. But no, I don't think I didn't get the shits from that. I just have the shits randomly. Did you get the shits? Oh my god! For two weeks, my weeks after I started Lexapro, my asshole was like a faucet that was stuck <laughs> on. Like, oh my fucking god! It was just like there was nothing left in me. Mount Vesuvius. Whatever. Yeah, it's horrible. It's horrible. Oh my god! Um, See, but, well, you know, we're, you know, we're, everybody poops, the, right? It's part everybody, of the journey. Yeah, it is. It's it's part of your life Magical. journey. Well, um, hey Joe, how have you been? I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was just going to continue on. You could I I was just going to mention that you could just say that you're one of those um, health vegan YouTubers, and you could just you could have told everyone that oh I was just doing a cleanse. Like, it's my two-week Lexapro Ooh, yeah. diarrhea cleanse. I just didn't leave my house for two weeks. Like, it, I couldn't, uh, uh, like, without taking an extra pair of underwear with me. Oh, my God. That's hot. I know. Like, I expected it. And I was so jealous because I had a fr- another friend who started antidepressants. And she shit for, like, a weekend. And I was wow. like, are you fucking kidding me? I was, like, shitting everywhere for two fucking weeks. Well, the problem for you is that you get prescribed adult um, size prescriptions and yeah. you live inside a toddler size body. It's true. It's so fucking true. Drugs overwhelm my body. I just, like, I don't it's understand, fine. like, how doctors... Like, I don't know how a doctor doesn't take your, like, BMI or your, you know, your weight into consideration, especially with someone as skinny as you and, like, or someone who's, like, like way bigger. I feel like that they just kind of randomly just shoot a dosage at you. It's like, I hope this is the right one for your body. Good luck. Bye. Like, I'm, I don't know. I'm always afraid. Well, so, see, they're not allowed to give me anesthesia anymore at the dentist. Like, Oh, really? Because one time I, like... I fought the dentist when I was under. And so it's like on my permanent record, like, do not give this. Don't give him any gas. Don't do anything. Mm -hmm. Um, Let him feel the pain. Yeah. And so, like, whenever I've had to, like, go under for something, like, I think I had to go under for some tooth work once, like, you know, be knocked out. Mm -hmm. And then when I I got my wisdom teeth taken out and then once for something else. Um, but I'm like always afraid I'm not going to wake up. Like, I know they're really good. Like the people, the anesthesiologists, like take everything into consideration, you know, Mm -hmm. but I just feel like they're going to just like fuck it up one day. I feel like one day one of your ex fans is going to be that anesthesiologist and they're just going to be like, you know what? I'm doing Joe a favor. I'm going to keep the faucet on. (laughs) I'm going to keep, I'm going to keep the knob turned for that extra 30 seconds until his heart stops. Yeah, every time I count down, when, you know, they make you count backwards, I'm Mm -hmm. like, this might be the last time I ever count. Oh, my God. I know. What an emotional thought. What a great thought. I just love counting. I know. I just love it. The count was always my favorite, you know. I'm just imagining your OkCupid profile. uh, uh. (laughs) It's just like, what are your hobbies? I like going for long drives. I like counting. I like counting. I like eating food. (laughs) I like counting things and I then like... recounting them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like the, do you remember how the count counted yes. on the Muppet? One. One. Ah, 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 ah. Ah. I loved it. So good. Anyway, I have a question. Sure. Shoot shoot me. Just shoot me. Yeah. Um, I would love to. First Honestly, of all, you know, I but... would I will cock the gun and hand it to you personally. Okay, here's my question. Mm-hmm. Have you ever um, okay, gone on some dates with somebody. I'm not talking even like been considered dating them or in a relationship with them or boyfriend, boyfriend, just whatever. Just like two to three dates with someone. Mm-hmm. And then 
like it actually turn into a friendship that lasts like forever, like a long time, like a good friendship. I I never have. I do, I have never have either. And I feel I don't know. I I feel like that for me. I, Maybe that could be a possibility. I see if you asked me this when I was like 18 or 19, I'd be like, this, that would never happen. Like I couldn't deal with it. But now that I'm older, I feel like that I'm I, I could probably I mean, I, it's, I don't know. I'm hypothetically thinking of a situation where this could possibly happen. Why do you ask? Because I got a text from someone I went on literally three dates with in mm-hmm. November so long time ago, bitch like has four long months, passed. Yeah, three to four months ago, or however, whenever November was, and um, I had deleted them from my phone. Like I could, I could maybe see being friends with someone I went on that many dates with if, like, it had been like sort of a mutual. Like we should just be friends. Yeah, but in this that was sort of totally, like yeah. this ended with a sort of like, hey, you know, I see some, I see some red flags. You're being a little shady, mm-hmm. and I, it's probably a good thing that this stops you know and then like he had he wanted to be friends and i was like eh you know this probably not yeah um well i get this text and i have of course i have the number deleted yeah you were like like, new phone um, who dis yeah it's like new phone who dis and they were like hey you ready to be friends yet and i was like what okay pause right there for just a hot second that's like a red flag in itself where it's like okay it ended like it's uh, we ended things. There were some red flags in the beginning in November. And you're, you know, hitting me up. How many months later? December, January, February, almost March, almost four months later. It took you, you know, from that long. Like after that amount of time, I feel like that he's doing this to like make you forget about all the shady shit that happened. Allegedly. I don't know. Right. Yeah, I could see that. But then a part of me is like, are you really that desperate for friends? Yeah, like, like that to like contact someone. Like you are scraping like, the bottom went. of the barrel, Henny. Yeah, as yeah, I don't know, because like, I'm not looking for friends. Like yeah. I don't, I don't care. I don't want to leave the apartment. Yeah, you know, it's whatever. I've got my friends on the internet, and that's fine with me. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. just so so weird. It threw me off for like ten seconds, and then I was like, I didn't, I you know. In order, like, he didn't even tell me who he was. He sent a picture of his face. He was like, remember now? And it's all so I typed weird. back was, oh. <laughs> oh. oh. And he Ooh. said, good or bad? And he didn't give me a chance to respond. He was like, come on out tonight. And I was like, I'm in D.C. for one thing. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not there. And, that, and then I I'd never texted him again. He was like, he sent several texts after that. And he was like, how's life? And I was like, No. You know that smells like that smells like desperate to me, right? That smells a lot like desperate. It was weird. It was weird, and not not like that. I'm you know free of sin. Like hell, I'm petty. Hell, I am desperate. Oh yeah, it's fun. But the thing is, is like there are there are ways to you know make it less noticeable. Like you know texting someone that you went on some dates with and it didn't go well four months later, and you're just like rapid fire texting them, and you're like, oh my god, come out tonight. Like 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 nothing had ever happened. Like your best friends. Like honey, like mm, pump the brakes. Like let's you know let's not. <laughs> I'm I'm honestly not. trying to think of like anyone I've ever dated like two dates or something that I would become friends with. Mm-hmm. But then I always feel like there's a reason why you stop dating. Yeah. And usually when it's that early, like you're sort of in a friendly mode with each other anyway. Exactly. And so yeah. like if you couldn't have been friendly, then what's you can't be friends. Yeah, exactly. Like, I, I totally know. agree. Yeah. Unless like I don't know, you find out you're like both bottoms or and you're just, I don't know. And then the world just collides or it <laughs> implodes on itself. A, a black hole opens up and a black, swallows the black universe. black asshole fucking. A, a gaping ho- asshole. Mm-hmm. That sounds about mm-hmm. right. That sounds like science. Alternate facts. I've had crushes who have turned into good friends. See, I feel like that's that's a lot. I feel like that's way more common, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because then you, like, the, in those situations, I had a crush on them. Like, while we were getting to know each other, and then I was like, oh, yeah, like, n- like I got to know them a little better, and I was like, ew, yeah, I don't, I would not be interested in them in that way yeah, anymore. And then we just, I was like, oh, we would just be really good friends. Yeah, I, for, I had this really weird, I don't know if this has ever happened to you or if this was a thing to you in, like, mm-hmm. high school, but I had this thing where I would get crushes on guys who were, like, actually nice to me. 
<laughs> oh, me too. I was like, oh my god, you aren't like actually like a scummy. And there, I, I of course, he would be. These would be like petty little crutches on like straight guys who didn't call me a faggot in the hallway, right? It's like, oh, you're so sweet. You like actually don't want to throw me in a dumpster. Like I actually, I have a crush on you because you think I'm actually a, a deserving, you know, human being. Yeah. My, I had the same crush from like junior high to like college. Oh my God. Because, uh, yeah. Cause it was this guy who was like, he was like sporty and like on the football team and stuff. And like the only jock who was like nice to me. Oh. And like we never really communicated. We were always in the same classes because he was smart mm-hmm. and I was a fucking genius, obviously. 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 Uh, but then like in college, he like randomly saw me in the university library and like tapped me on the shoulder. And I was like, oh my God. Oh my God. Hi. Am I pregnant? I know it was weird, but like he's, I don't know, married and whatever. So. Yeah, whatever. Lame. See, my guy like that, he was um he was a uh a younger brother of my sister's best friend. And I'm not going to say his name. Um because of course he'll be listening to this. He has better he's a firefighter now. Like he Ooh. he he was like super nice in high school and he was like in our little group of friends and he like dated a really good girlfriend of mine at the time and I knew of him growing up because our sisters were best friends our older sisters were best friends they like danced together and whatever um but he was just he was always so nice to me and he was always like super charismatic and like super um he was really smart and really um just a kind individual totally straight um I knew that I never had a chance but it was, I don't know, it's, I feel like that those kind of crushes were like my, like, oh my God, like, you know, Greece, 1960s crush on like the, you know, on the cute boy. I feel like that that was kind of my thing, even though they but were she completely liked a bad boy in Greece. Well, yeah, but you know, just like a crush in general. I feel like right. the, oh, yeah. the gay people, you know, are usually robbed of crushes in high school a little bit more than straight people. So. Tell me more, tell me more. Like, how big was his cock? Oh Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> That's what I always sing to people. I just, because I don't know the lyrics for one thing. I'm pretty and sure it, those are the actual lyrics. Probably so. That's It's probably had to be rewritten for the film to be like PG or whatever the fuck it was. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Oh, my God. Yeah. I had no idea that you were the voice of What's-Your-Face. <laughs> Tell me more. Rizzo? <laughs> I don't know. I was actually Vanessa Hudgens in the remake as well. Oh my God! Really? Well, I knew it was live you. Production. Well, because it, from <laughs> from a distance, it, from a distance, it looks like um, Samara from The Ring, <laughs> and so I was like, "That kind of uh-huh. looks like Joe," and it yeah, was dead. It, it was Joe. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God, you got it. You're like the corpse double Secrets for out. all of the you know hot Hollywood girls. Speaking of white people, Ugh, here we go. Okay, um, before we even get oh. into this, I, I let me just like state this. And I don't even want to get into it, but I just want to say that if I didn't hear the word Milo for the next year, I could die a happy man. That's all I'm going to say. I didn't know who that person was until yesterday. Honestly, My, Milo congratulations. Yanniopolis or whatever. Yapper, yapper face. I don't know who he is. Like, Good. what? Wait, what's his claim to fame? He's a writer. No, his claim to fame is that he's an uh, he's an IRL internet troll. Um, oh. who is gay and is like a token Republican head. He's from Britain. The thing is, is like he's irrelevant and y- you don't need to know who he is because he's the type of person where any sort of um, any sort of thing that any sort of person or news outlet that's talking about him is good publicity for him, whether or not it's like something good or something bad. It's usually something bad, but he just, you know, like the less I can hear about him the more he'll just fade into obscurity and I'll never have to like think about him or hear his name again. He's just like irrelevant. He's just completely irrelevant. I thought he was like a socialite when I first saw like pictures and stuff. I was like, why is this socialite getting all this like attention? He tries. Because also his last name made me think that. I don't know. I just think of like Greek socialites or something. I don't know. I don't don't know. know. Well, yeah, no, he's he's completely irrelevant and and whatever. That's all I want to talk about when it comes to him. He doesn't he doesn't he doesn't deserve any of the words coming out of my mouth. And I just want to say what? Don't fucking text me if we fucking dated. (laughs) I don't want to be your friend and I'm happy now. And (laughs) God, (laughs) 
leave me alone. Like, leave oh my me God. Alone. Like, you missed out on your chance and now we can't be together. So you just need to get over it and you need to move on. I do think so. We've talked about the last like two or three weeks. I got a fella now. Mm-hmm. And I just literally feel like it's some sort of like radar that like not even people who were important to you, but like because these people who I've deleted from my phone, like I have gotten a text from three numbers I don't have in my phone. Mm-hmm. And it's clear that it was someone who I went on a date with like months ago. In All every the situation. cockroaches are coming out of the woodwork. And it's like, it's like they just know that you're happy and they're mm-hmm. just trying to spoil it. But like, I'm mature now. I'm like an adult. <laughs> and like, like if this were me when I was like fucking in my first relationship, whatever, like, you know, I was I was like Heidi. I was like Lauren and Heidi. I was ready to be derailed at any moment. Everything was so volatile. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But now I'm just like really mature and like really stable. And I'm just like really happy. Mm-hmm. Keep, keep telling yourself whatever helps you sleep at night, bitch. I'm just like really happy. And I'm like really sad that you're like miserable. and like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just really happy. And like, I wish you could be as happy as me. It's like now that I'm so happy, it's like I realize like how sad you are. Mm-hmm. And it's just made me realize it. That's oh all. My God. I'm just like, I'm just realizing so much lately. <laughs> I'm just like growing up in I'm front of like... your eyes. <laughs> God. It's like crazy. It's just crazy. I'm going to pour myself in gasoline. Anyway, speaking of white people. Yeah. Anyways, back to the back to the problem at hand. White people. Did you see the Lindsay Lohan? Okay. No, Lindsay oh my God. Lohan says she was profiled while wearing a headscarf. Okay. Um, it says racially profiled in quotes. I watched the video. I'm not entirely sure I heard, heard her say, quote, racially profiled. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure she said profiled. But she was on a British talk show, like, talking about it. Uh, like, I think it happened to her in, like, Heathrow Airport. And she says, like, but then I opened my passport and they saw I was Lindsay Lohan and they just started apologizing. And it's like, girl. Sorry, Miss D-list celebrity. Yeah. And I I don't know. It's just I just don't. It's weird to me that like now she's she's doing she's like fucking up London, I feel like. (laughs) She's fucking up. She lives there now. Yeah. I mean it's like she she did all her crap. And, you know, it, she still makes the news here in the U.S. But, like, mm-hmm. she, every time I hear about her, she's on, like, a a British show or a British talk show because she, like, lives there now where she mm-hmm. was doing, like, that play there. And it's just, like, it's weird that now she's, like, drama there instead of drama here. Oh, my God. It's like a, it's like a different world. It's like we're living in a different timeline with a different Lindsay Lohan living in London. Get this. She was returning from Turkey where she recently met the president um, I don't know why. Okay, well, all I'm going to say is Lindsay Lohan 2020. <laughs> no. Because if no. Trump can do it, Lohan has a decent shot. I just want to, okay. Obviously, I don't have any problem with her wearing a headscarf whatsoever. Mm-hmm. It's whatever. Like, live your laugh. I, it's just, it just feels like everything she does now it just feels like a she does it for attention. Yeah, it feels very attention grabbing. It just doesn't feel authentic to me. It just mm-hmm. feels like like that accent she suddenly had, yeah, which okay. was the best thing in the world. In yeah, my it's incredible. It's so, incredible. Did it's you gone s- now in this interview? Okay, that's what I was gonna ask. Is like okay, like where did the accent go? Like, did she leave the accent in Turkey? I don't know. There's no telling. The I, question it we need to ask here is like. Who took hostage Lindsay Lohan's fake accent and where are they keeping it? I want to know why she was visiting the president of Turkey. Honestly, like, it was it's probably one line s- in this article. It's literally one line. And it's like, why are it, we not investigating? Yeah, it's the it's the most intensive line. And it's the one that has no like further exposition. I actually know why Lindsay Lohan was in Turkey. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah. Tell and me. it was because that they hired her for a birthday party to play and perform live her entire rumors discography. Oh, my God. I would go to that. I, Honestly, I know every single of, word of every song on that on her first album. Hashtag and her best birthday album. party ever. That's all yeah. I have to say. That was like my high school, like my junior and senior year were like her first album. It's so good. Mm-hmm. She's just so tired of rumors starting. I was going to say she probably went because, I don't know, she thought that's where you 
got turkey. I don't know why she would go to Turkey. She was either in Turkey for a birthday party performing her album or it was some like Herbie fully loaded shit that they just got over there. I don't know. Herbie fully loaded Turkish war zone. (laughs) Honestly, (laughs) I wouldn't be surprised. Awful. Sounds literally awful. I guess she would take any opportunity maybe now that she could i you know what i miss i miss her reality show her like really short reality show on like the oprah network like her getting her shit together but like actually not but actually not and then just getting called out by oprah in interviews like i was living for those holy shit so sad Uh i rooted for her for so long like i was like i was like girl because it seemed like every time she was she had like four different comebacks of her mm-hmm. being like, this is it. You know, I'm yeah, turning I'm it around. I'm finally back. And then you just, you get to the point where it's just like, I don't know, man. And maybe get, her life's together know. now. Maybe she's doing great in London. But she mm-hmm. was in that news for like, there was that screaming video of her on the balcony or didn't she cut her finger off? I don't know. Honestly. It's always something. Eh, who can never be sure with her? Who can never be sure. I mean, I clearly I still read about her whenever I see her in the news, which is nothing to be proud of. So I mean, you got to keep up with your Lilo. You got you need your you need your your Lilo news when it's happening. It's true. I just it's just I used to read it because I loved her, and now I read it because I just don't know anymore. Oh my God! Like who is the real Lindsay Lohan? It's like I grew up, and now that I'm so happy, I can see that <laughs> she's not. Oh my God. I'm going gonna, gonna to use this for everything now. <laughs> I'm going to send a bomb to you in the mail. <laughs> it's just I'm so happy. I could see why you would do that because you're so sad. Oh, my God. <laughs> please, please forward all bomb threats to Joe no. at the show Sam and Joe at gmail.com. No, I'll take them seriously. I'll send them to the police. Don't think I won't. Joe doesn't have anything else to do, so he's just going to you know, take all that all. time to send I'll all get your IP address. Oh, my God. My, yeah, app, yeah. my IP address. Your IP address. Joe's really good with the cyber. Trump said so. Yeah. So good with the cyber. Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, I still haven't told you the real reason I've been going to D.C., I mean, we all know that you're a secretary. You're like, te- okay, either you're the new secretary of something <laughs> or other, or you're like, you're the person that's in charge of teaching Betsy DeVoe the alphabet. Uh, I would rather kill myself than have to teach her the alphabet. Also, DeVoe, DeVos, 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 DeVos. I think it's DeVos. Isn't it DeVos? Betsy DeVoe. I think it's DeVos. Well, th- what Joe said is You like, also thought it was PP. So. I mean, yeah, but like, at least I, I'm probably smarter than her, which says a that's lot. That's true. Maybe she doesn't know how to pronounce it. That's my that's my thing. It's like, does it really should I really correct myself when pronouncing her name when she probably doesn't know the correct pronunciation herself? It's like a, it's like a chicken and the egg situation, right? Yeah, I'm not totally sure that's the like <laughs> metaphor you want, you want. But I'm, yeah, is, is Betsy the chicken to or the divide. egg? I just don't know. It's just like so weird that all it's of this like is happening so while cr- Lauren's gone. <laughs> while Lauren's gone. <laughs> That'll never get old. Oh, I'm re-watching The Hills. Okay, so like where are you right now in The Hills? Um, well, I'm taking it to DC with me, like, because I have all the DVDs. I really want to get it on Google, on you know, Google's Play Store or whatever, but they're so expensive. And exactly, I'm like, why can't right? it just transfer into that? I, I don't know. understand. Why I have to own something on like 27 different mediums. But anyway. That's how they get um, you. We watched, uh, I made him watch season one while I was there. So you tied him down to a chair. (laughs) Yeah, but that was a different for something else. (laughs) 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 Oh. No. No. Uh, Yeah. But yeah. Oh, obviously he loved it. I mean, you know. Oh my God, the man for you. I can't speak for you know other people, but I don't. I, but you do. That's well, for fucking I couldn't. Sure. I couldn't imagine anybody not liking it. Mm-hmm. I just it. Sorry, I put a piece of pop tart in my mouth just now. I don't know <laughs> why I just did it because I know I was about to have to talk, but I just it's on my I just, desk. Like, I'm I just sorry. like I just need just needed to. I really needed it. I just really needed it. <laughs> God. Looking, watching the hills. 
um, like they're all having their their first serious relationships, like in their early twenties, mm-hmm. which is when I had my first serious relationship, and it just reminds me how like fucking crazy people are in their early twenties, like twenty. Uh, someone and in their early twenties, I can vouch for this. What are you, are you 22 now or 23? I'm 23. 23, okay. That's still early you're 20s, like, right? Yeah, like, yeah, I'm yeah. I'm on the cusp of non-early 20s. You're on the cusp of mid-20s. You'll be yeah, like yeah. mid-20s next year. Yeah. But, um, yeah, no, it's like, like there those years, I don't know what it is, but you, you have all these unrealistic expectations mm-hmm. and like put that with like your hormones are still like unbalanced as fuck. Mm-hmm. And it's like you don't under, I don't know, you don't understand the world. You're naive as hell. You're naive as hell. You don't understand what a good relationship is supposed to be like. So you accept whatever shit is in front of you. You're just hilariously inexperienced. God, it's a mess. And it's Mm -hmm. just like watching them. I remember watching that show in my early 20s. Like that's the show I would watch in Philly and like, you know, mm-hmm. when I, in that time of my life, and I would be, and I would relate to them so much. I'd be like, "Oh, this is just how it is. We just got to get through this together, Lauren mm-hmm. and Heidi. We got this." And watching it now, like after ten years, you're just like, "Holy God. shit!" Yeah, it's like, how did I ever relate to this? God, this immature. These is red flags everywhere. Get out of there. So you're watching this from like a therapist standpoint now. You're like you're you're watching like a Well, I wouldn't even call it that. I just call it like a like a fucking car rational. Like I'm just I'm watching it as a rational more rational human now. And it looks know? like a fucking train wreck. It looks like a fucking train wreck. It just looks like a mess. Mhm. Well, you're not wrong. Weird. That's for no, fucking sure. No. No. The whole like Lauren and Jason storyline in season one where she like chooses. Remember Jason? Holy shit. I know. Right. And she like chooses to stay with him for the summer instead of like taking an internship in Paris. Mm -hmm. And you're like, what are you doing? Mm -hmm. God. Ugh. Lord. I don't know, man. But that was my like. It was like my realization of the week is like, whoa, I'm not like. I'm not like emotionally immature anymore, you know? I'm just like mm-hmm. cool and chill. Cool. Chill. Cool. Chill. Oh my God. So cool. Well, I have a little something. I have a little rant. I mean, it's not oh. really a rant. It's just like it's I don't know. Hop it's on a, it. It's a it's a musical artist that I you you really haven't listened to, I don't think. Um, I've mentioned it in the past, Betty Who. Do you remember me talking about Betty Who in the past? Uh, yes, I know of Betty Who, but not someone I listen to. No, yeah. you're right. Um, so Betty Who's first album, which was in 2014, it's called Take Me When You Go. I was a huge Betty Who fan because I'm super into like 80s inspired synth pop. Like it was like ear candy to me. I absolutely loved it. Um, and she like got signed to RCA Records for Sony um you know she was from berkeley college of music which is like a place i went to for a while and then dropped out um but yeah so she's coming out with her new album called the valley it's dropping in oh end of march i believe march 24th it's called the valley it's your second studio album and um it's 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 she released a couple songs. She had a song called Human Touch that she released a couple months ago. And then she just released another single called Some Kind of Wonderful. And it's cute. Um, but it's one of these things where, and this is this is a dig. This is a dig into her. Oh. But I feel this all of this new music coming from Betty Who, it just sounds like something that just didn't make the cut for Katy Perry. Ooh. Which says a lot. Like it just it sounds there's nothing that's really harsh. I know. It's 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 very like generic pop, um, very um all, like all of the and it, the thing is is like it's not bad. Like like musically it's not bad. It's like catchy, it's great, but it's stylistically it's it sounds like that someone analyzed all of pop music in 2016 and all of what we have of 2017 so far and emulated that. Um, and started making music in order, to, you know, to have it fit in and be popular. Like this is like the girl fitting into the popular crowd as a music album and as music. And it's just like there is there's no style. There's no like like I don't know. It's not 80s inspired, which like is whatever. Like and I understand that people jump from genre to genre as they are becoming an artist and whatever. 
but something's different about this. It just sounds like something. It sounds like that the producers are just trying to make something that is going to be the next, you know, pop hit and blend in with pop music um, in 2017, 2016. I don't know. It do. This that's is why. Her... Oh, sorry. Go on. Oh, th- that's that's why I'm comparing her to Katy Perry because that's what I see Katy Perry as. I feel like Katy Perry is a vessel of like generic pop music that's uninspiring in our day and age. I would agree with that. Yeah. This is her. F- so this is Betty, who's first major record label album. Um. Well, okay. So the she had like a um an EP that she released independently, and the EP um gained a bunch of attention. And so she got signed to um, RCA Records um, after he, her EP came to make a full-length record um, around her EP. So all the other songs that she was making around this EP, so they were all styled um, the same. But this is the first um, album that she, the, her second full-length album um, with RCA Records. But the first one where it's like all, where she's been under RCA the entire time. So mm. she probably has a lot more influence um, from RCA to probably, you know, make something that right. will be popular. Or, and, and, but the thing is, is like the shitty thing is that her 80s inspired stuff and all the stuff that she was doing before was super popular to a lot of people. Um, it just I don't know this. This stuff kind of it just sounds like pop garbage. I don't know. Yeah, it I just feel pisses like me that off always happens. Just, like, I feel like that always happens when like a musician gets signed to like a major record label like mm-hmm. it just turns into genericy because like it's their i mean it's their it's their job to make as much money as possible so they want yeah. as many different people to listen to it as possible so they make it super generic yeah and then i feel like whenever there are interviews of from those artists like five or ten years later they're always like yeah i fucking regret that album i like frank mm-hmm. music you know yeah like frank music yeah like his second album was just garbage too. garbage like was, and he admits it to this day yeah like i feel like i feel like if unless she's this is what she wants to do now which who the fuck knows but I don't know. um i don't know if it's not i feel like you'll hear about it in a few years when she's yeah. like dropped and she's like, yeah, Moved I hated on, every away. second of that. Yeah, whatever. Well, the, the the person that this reminds me of is Ellie Goulding. This like the, the whole situation that's happening and what I'm hearing from Betty Who right now. Oh, it yeah. sounds like the path that Ellie Goulding went down where like her first album was, a, was incredible. It was like folky and amazing and like still poppy and wonderful. Um, and then it kind of started getting narrower and narrower and narrower in genre until it just kind of became an echo chamber of um, what is in pop music right now, what will make the most money. I would agree you know? with that. Yeah. It just sounds a lot more produced and a lot more like calculated now. Yeah. And the, and there's a difference between like calling music shit. Like, I don't think that Ellie's, Ellie Golding's music is shit. Like, I, I feel like a lot of it's really enjoyable. It's just that it, it doesn't have... It doesn't have the soul. It sounds like fucking, you know, asinine. Yeah, but you sound like an asshole. Yeah, yeah I sound like Just an kidding. asshole. But but it's one of those things where it's it it feels um like there were way too many hands in the pot, you know? Right. It, 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 it feels um mass produced. Right. And right. It, it, it and it hears, it sounds mass produced so, but you've only heard like two songs so far yeah, yeah exactly so i'm i'm gonna i'm still gonna buy it like i'm that gay that's like i'm gonna buy it so she only has two songs out from the album the, the she had a third song out but it was a it was a donna lewis cover it's gonna be on the album but it's the at the end so two original songs um have been released from the album so far it's a 13 track album betty who the valley it'll be out march 24th of this year so at the end of next month so i'm gonna listen to it i'll give you guys a review i'm not like a you know a music nerd or anything when it comes to you know like i don't have any i'm just a listener what? you don't have I, a music blog i don't have a music blog like i'm not like you know i'm not comparing a bunch of pop artists all the time and like shitting on people i mean i just kind of shit on betty who no so. comment <laughs> see it sucks because like i know some people who 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 are music bloggers or like mm-hmm. who write for music whatever and like I on I, 
I hate music writing. I don't know. I just hate it. I will. I never read it. I yeah. don't really care what anyone else's opinion of, especially like a professional opinion of an album is. Yeah. I don't right? know. It's the same with movies. Like the more I talk to people about the movies that I watch and the movies they watch, the more I realize the movies I watch are considered shit. Mm-hmm. And like a lot of the times I'm not aware of that until I talk to someone else about it. And then I look at the movie differently and mm-hmm. I hate that. Exactly. You just need to live in your little polished shit bubble. You just do. Just like what you like and don't like what you don't like. Exactly. It's that easy. It's all just like so subjective. It's so easy. That's just your Joe advice of the week. It's just like so easy. It's so easy. That oh Dragonette God. song. I love that song. Oh, yeah, Dragonette. That's a cool music video, too. Yeah, it is. Um, I mean, that's just my opinion. It's just my opinion. You don't have to, like, take my advice. You and, like, don't have to like it, for too. shit, you guys. Like, um, I have a whatever. fashion degree. Oh, that's right. You got it from the so, Art Institute of Philly. Uh, are you shading the Let me tell you. Talk I to have people. never heard talk. any criticism <laughs> of the Art Institute. <laughs> Of technology. <laughs> Top 10 people who have shaded the Art Institute. I have never heard any criticism <laughs> of that school, and I won't hear of it. Mm-mm, mm-mm, that uh-uh. is my alma mater. Alma, no. alma mater? Oh, whatever. <laughs> you better uh, learn that before you graduate, honey. Honey, I, I don't know if I will. I don't even know if I need to learn that word. <laughs> don't we'll count cross, your chickens before they hatch, We'll honey. cross that bridge later. We'll cross mm-hmm. that bridge. If I don't burn it first, oh, Jesus. God. Anyway. Anyways. Are we ready? Yeah, let's do it. These are, I forgot what song it was. These Just are an two of our favorite things. I was yeah. like, what song is this? What am I doing? What Disney what copyright doing? have we not been struck with yet? Sing to me, Paolo. Sing to me, Paolo. Uh, okay, favorite things. Yeah, yeah. do you want to go first? Do you want me to I'll go, go first? I'll go first. This like mine's short. Okay. Uh, well, one of mine's a song. I got two. Uh, I course. said it was short and I lied. One mm-hmm. of mine's a song. Um, Lana Del Rey's new song, Love. Ooh. Yeah, Libby, our friend Libby made me listen to it last night. And I was and like, whoa. Yeah, I was like, I actually, I haven't liked a Lana Del Rey song probably since her first album. Mm-hmm. I just couldn't get on board with a lot of it. Yeah. Um, It all just sounded like, I don't know. Same old, same old, and also like same themes and same mood and whatever. Mm-hmm. But this one is like, it's like a love song. Oh my God. It's like happy. And like she, it almost feels like she breaks character in the music video because she like looks happy. She like is smiling oh and not just what? like pouting. Who is this Lana? Yeah. And it makes like when you see someone genuinely smile or what you interpret as a genuine smile, it just makes you feel good. Mm-hmm. I guess I don't know. It's just, it's a feel goody song. Like I oh like it. God. And the music video mixes like old looking imagery with like new technology stuff, and it's really cool. It's really interesting. I I feel like that the only way that I can really describe her first album is to me. It felt like that I was doing an acid trip in the seventies at a funeral. Yeah, I would definitely yeah. definitely say that it has that sort of aesthetic. And then, like, your sugar daddy's there, too. Yeah, daddy's always there. Daddy's always there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a good, that's such a good album. Mm-hmm, it is. And, yeah, yeah, that was a good one. Well, so is Lana coming out with a new album soon? Is that why that she, is that why she's pushing new music? I don't know. I didn't care to research. I just enjoyed the moment. You just enjoyed the song and you moved and on. just enjoyed the song and moved on. Maybe an album is coming from it. I don't have any idea. You but aren't the Lana Del expert? Not I'm not a, I'm not a Lana Del expert, Mm-mm. but mm-hmm. I just recommend giving the song a listen and seeing what you think. I'll do it. I'll yeah, totally yeah, do it. I'm sure cute. it's great. Uh, my second thing is okay. So um, a viewer named Kyle, Ky- Kyle, I'm pretty sure, mm-hmm. uh, sent me a big box of like sheet masks and like other things. But there were like all these like new different kinds of sheet masks I hadn't tried. Like oh my just God. like a dozen or so different ones. And one of them I just fell in love with. It was the Dr. <laughs> Jart All That Lift Plus Firm Mask. So firm. So firm. And it was like, it was like not wet. It was like a gel mask. Oh my God. What? Yeah. Like go like Google image search it later or something. 
But like, I was, I was like, wow, I, this could be like my daily mask or something. Like, cause you know, I get masks that are like a dollar for three usually. Mm-hmm. But so I was like, this has got to be like, like I can buy these in bulk. No, they're like fucking $10 each. Oh my God. Splurging. Yeah. I felt like, like after like seeing that, I was like, I felt like I had just like put my face on a diamond. Oh my God. Yeah. I'm just, I'm looking at Dr. Jart masks in general and they look very jelly. They're very, it was very good. Like, um, there are some masks I like to use in the morning and some at night because Mm -hmm. like, if it leaves me really sticky, I don't want to go throughout the day with that on me. And it left me just like perky. Oh my God. I just was like, skin was so perky. Would you ever do like a face mask in the morning that has like caffeine in it? I would, but I don't really believe that the caffeine. I don't think caffeine really sitting on your skin does much. Yeah, it's probably. I'm not a like dermatologist. Yeah, I'm which, not a doctor, but I'm pretty. I'm sure. not a doctor. I did mm-hmm. also do a a mask that had gold in it. Oh, that's right. Like gold was one of the ingredients, which is another gimmick, you know. Mm-hmm. Of course, but yeah. it made me just feel like like a. The opulence. Yeah, I just felt like I could go to a ball and Mm -hmm. I took some selfies in it because it was like gold. And I was like, this is crazy. Uh, It kind of hurt. Really? Like the metal in it? I don't know. It just, uh, it stung a little, but I I persevered. I was Mm -hmm, like, this mm -hmm. is, this is fucking fancy. I'm keeping this on my face. I mean, beauty hurts, Henny. Beauty hurts. That's what they say. I wonder, do they have like butthole masks? Um... I have not heard of ones, but it wouldn't surprise me. They do have feet and hand ones. Well, I feel like that'd be nice to have a butt. You could, you know, you could just double team it. Have one on your face, one on your butt. The one on your butt just like bleaches your bee hole, and the one on your face makes you feel fresh. That would actually be really nice because I've tried to sleep with like, um, you know, like sometimes you just you're like, well. Like, my butthole needs a little extra attention this week because I've been, like, mm-hmm. shitting bricks and it yeah. just needs something. So, like, I'll sleep with some, like, cocoa butter on it or, like, a, yeah. like something thick to make it really moisturizing. But then it's just, like, it's so messy. Like, then, so then you've got to put on your underwear over it yeah. and it's just a mess. It just feels like you're shitting Vaseline. Yeah, yeah. And then the, you just wake <laughs> up and there's this big greasy spot. I hate that I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, I, it's I, disgusting. I hate it. I it's hate disgusting. It. Yeah. Yeah, it would be nice if there was something like chapstick for your butthole lips. Or... Oh, my God. Someone invent a sheet mask for your ass, please. I'm that would be it. great. Oh, my God. We should please. do that. We'll do that. Oh my god, our next adventure. Podcast, music producer, and asshole sheet mask <laughs> extraordinaire. That's what I want on my resume. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I'll sure. be working at a coffee shop for the rest of my life. Sure. Sure. Well, well good favorite thing. Yeah, those are my favorite things. What do you got? So my favorite thing this week is a game. Ooh. A vid- vid- game um, on Steam. It's available on Steam. I was watching, uh, I, I watch Twitch streamers all the time. Um, and a tr- Twitch streamer that I w- have been watching forever just started streaming this um, later at night. And it's an older game. And by older, I mean that it came out in May of 2015. It's so old for old. like a Steam game, right? So old. Um, and it's called 60 Seconds. And um, uh, let me just read the, the the description for you on the Steam page. 60 Seconds is a dark comedy um, atomic adventure of scavenge and survival. Collect supplies and rescue your family before the nuke hits. Stay alive in your fallout shelter. Make difficult decisions. Ration food and hunt mutant cockroaches and maybe survive or not. So um, it's a the first Ooh. part of the game it's like you're this guy in this house and you have 60 seconds to gather supplies and your family members so you have um, a son a daughter and a wife can so you, you not to... get them yeah you well, yeah you you have to, well yeah you you cannot get them you can let them die that's, oh that's cool. totally an option so you have them to get you there's like um food and water there's a radio there's a rifle there's medical kits and you only have 60 seconds to gather and it's all like randomized every time you do it um, you have 60 seconds to like gather as much supplies as you can, throw it in the shelter, and then jump in. Um, and, and that's including your family if you want to keep them. So if that's you the don't, f- do you lose, or does it just continue? No, it just continues. Oh, so cool. Th- that's the first part of the game. The second part of the game is a um, it's uh, it's like a 
um, a click clicking click play game. I don't remember what these are, what types of games it's called, but it's like you're you're in a room and it's just like you you have a journal and you click next and, and things happen and they have to go outside. It's a um, like a, a click click style adventure game. Or like a whatever. point and click. Uh, yeah, like a point and click adventure. That's exactly what it's called. Thank you. It's a point and click adventure um, for the second half. And you have to use the supplies you have in order to survive um, the this like apocalypse that happens. And um, you're like people can get sick and people can go outside and scavenge for food. And sometimes they die and like things happen to you and people come knock on your door and they're either, you know, they're helpful or they're harmful um, and so it's a really interesting game, um, and I would recommend checking it out. It's it's actually it's really fun to watch, and it looks really really fun to play. It has an interesting story. It's um, it has some really funny moments in it. It's lots of reading though. So if you don't know how to read like Ooh. me, just just watch a streamer so they can read it to you. What's it um, called again? It's called Sixty Seconds. Sixty Seconds. I'm gonna write that down. Sixty. And it's seconds. um on Steam. It's for ten dollars right now. It's for um, PC and Mac. Um, and it's under their adventure game category. I mean, I, I would say at least look at the trailer and see if you're interested. Um, it it's it's fun to watch from my perspective, and it looks pretty fun to play. What kind so of graphics in- is it again? Is it okay? It sounds kind of like Oregon Trail or like it Amazon is. It's Trail. kind of Oregon Trail-y. Like the second part of it. The, the what's interesting is the first part where you're gathering stuff. It's like a 3D um, game where you're like you're running around. You're like 3D mm-hmm. in this house. And then the second part of the game, it's like it's like a still image with like text and stuff. It's it's like two different games in one. It's very interesting. The graphic style is really cute, though. I like it. Um, so just check it out. It's kind of hard to explain. Look up 60 seconds. It's on Steam. They have a trailer on their Steam page. Um, check it out if you're into survival post-apocalyptic strategy comedy games, I guess. That sounds there really cool. I'll definitely check that out. I'm always looking for like games to stream. Yeah, that might be a good one. I mean, like it it does involve a lot of reading, but it there you can do lots of like viewer oh, interaction because there's it. lots of like choices um, choices mm. that people um, love choices. Could, yeah, 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 choices, 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 choices. As, as Tatiana would say, choices. Um, but yep, yep, that's my favorite thing. Sixty seconds. Check it out on Steam, Windows, and Mac. There you go. Mm, nice. Good favorite thing. Yeah, I know. How long does a typical good. game of it like last? Well, it depends. It, it's there's lots of like random elements okay. in it. Um but so, I feel like from So like Oregon Trail and Yeah, it's stuff. it's like Oregon Trail. I mean, um it's a game where like it's it's kind of hard to win. A lot of the times you die. Um so from start to like dying at like day 60 or so, it takes about 20 25 minutes. Um and if you like win, like there's lots of strategy to like winning and stuff. Um, so it can it, it probably takes about like a half hour or so to like do a full playthrough, depending on how fast you're going and like how much text you want to read, I guess. Oh, cool. So there you go. Ta-da. Nice. Nice. Well, good. Your yeah, very, thing. very good. Very good. Um, now shall we email it up? Yeah, we have an email with two questions. We do. We have an email with two questions, and we thought both questions were so great. Uh, we're going to answer both of them. Oh, my God. So great. So great. Congratulations. Oh, my God. It's either from someone named June or Solo. Okay. So, yeah. Hey, Sam and Joe. I heard you need questions from your latest podcast, so here we go. Number one, do you have a special something like an accessory or good luck charm or whatever that you wear or carry with you every day? And your fee- your day feels incomplete without it. Number two, did you guys collect weird things as a kid? I used to collect Sailor Moon trading cards, which gave my mom a clue about my homeowness. LOL. That's it for now. Thanks for reading my mail. More power to both of you. Until next time. Solo, Dubai. Oh, my God. Dubai. Hailing Dubai. from the UAE. UAE. Cool. Oh, my God. Yeah, well, that's really cool. Thank you for the email and the questions. Yeah, thank you so much. Thanks Sailor for listening Moon to us. Sailor Moon trading cards sound really cute. I never, I haven't seen those. Sounds no, cute. I don't think I've seen Sailor Moon trading cards either. So now I'm interested. You should like tweet us a picture or something. Yeah, tell us, please. Soup's interested. So the first question was um, like good luck charms. Good right? luck charm or just an accessory that you carry with you and you feel incomplete without it. Well, okay. I think both of us can say that we feel pretty incomplete without our phones. But oh yeah, I totes, feel like totes. that kind of goes without saying. I think yeah. that they're they're kind of going for more like trinkets. I know that you you were really into phone charms for a while. Yeah, um, and good luck ones too. Yeah, like, that's right. Um, 
the little Japanese good luck ones. Mm -hmm. And then I also collect Lucky Cats figures. That's right. Mm Mm-hmm. And I used to collect good luck charms in general. A lot of them I I left in Arkansas. I didn't bring them with me. But Mm -hmm. I had a bug, like a scarab beetle. or Like I used to try to get them from like different cultures. Mm -hmm. And I remember I just like bought this dead bug encased in like clear plastic or resin or whatever on eBay. And it was so ugly and it's just permanently just hanging in that bedroom. Um, Well, it'll just haunt that room forever. It will, honestly. But right now I carry, I feel like the only accessory I can think of is I always have my D.Va. Okay, so D.Va has that charm on her light gun in Overwatch. Mm -hmm. And I have a replica of one of those as a keychain. And I always have to have it. And also also partially because it can be like a self-defense weapon because it's like a a bunny head. It's like a geometric. Yeah, it's just like a geometric bunny head. And so, like, if I hold it, like, in between my fingers, I can, like, stab someone with the ears. hmm So, I always have that with me. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? Well, I don't know. I think I've said before in the podcast that I'm really not that attached to, like, physical things. I'm way oh more God. attached to, like, digital things. Oh. So, you're just, like, like not materialistic. You're just, I'm like, just a free spirit. I'm just not materialistic. I'm just so free-spirited. I mean, like... <laughs> but the thing is, is, like, I, I make up with it in, like, the amount that I store with, like, data hoarding. Like, I have... Like music projects and old files from like 1999 on like a hard drive on my server. Mm, like it's stuff mm-hmm. I don't need. Like it's useless shit. Like I am a digital pack rat. But when it comes to like physical things, like I don't really have a good luck charm or anything. Um, I don't like I don't have like a necklace that I wear all the time. There's a I have like one little charm on my uh on my keychain for like my house keys, my car keys, and it's a thing that I made. I got it made on Etsy. And it was, um, it's just like a little metal plaque and it says, hashtag pack your shit. And like, the only reason why I had it was because I was like really into Bianca Del Rio during her season of Drag Race. And that was her catchphrase. But I don't really have much sentimental, like there isn't much sentimental value, um, from that. I mean, there, there was a boy who gave me a keychain when he visited Portland. He was like living in Portland for a while. Um, and then like he, we fell through and I threw the keychain away. So yeah. That did really mean much to me. I don't know. I'm not really a physical person. I'm just like, I'm just beyond physical items, you know? That's like the dumbest thing I've Mm -hmm. ever heard in my Mm -hmm. life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I'm just not really attached. I'm just like not attached to things. Who knows? Yeah. I I wouldn't say my good luck charms, I'm necessarily attached to them. Yeah. Because like a lot of like a lot of them are trinkets. That mm-hmm. like I like most of them are in Arkansas. Like actually, I'm pretty sure 95 percent of my phone charm collection is in Arkansas. Mm-hmm. Like you know, I just I don't have it with me. Yeah. So, sh- oh shit, I don't even know. God, like my entire like Star You collection is in Arkansas too. I just like turned oh, around shit. to look at my bookshelf. Yeah, yeah. Damn, I just imagine you like taking your like nine Furbies with you everywhere as good luck charms. Yeah, it sucks that they're here with me. I hate it. I hate them. I hate. Well, life. you should just put them up for adoption on eBay. I should. They just mean. It's, I can't get rid of them though. That's just, just how a horror game, a horror movie starts. Right. Exactly. It's like these things I don't want, but I have to keep it around. They're like they my horcruxes now. Literally your horcruxes. Literally my horcruxes. Oh, I really want two more. Because I want to form a satanic like pentagram circle with one on each corner, so I have just three like now. Just like in Tattletale. Yeah, just like in Tattletale. So I oh need God. two more Furbies. That sounds perfect in every way. I know. Like I'm really ready it. for it. Yeah, yeah. So ready. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good question. What's good what was question. the second question? Uh, did you collect weird things as a kid? Oh yeah. Hmm. I fucking did. Weird thing. Okay, well, tell me. Okay, I collected quarters. <laughs> like the state quarters. Yeah, I did. I did state quarters, but just quarters in general. I really had like a, I had to think about quarters. That's just I collect- called saving money, Sam. I don't know okay. if you know this, but that's just called like having money. Oh my god, maybe I'm just like really good with money. You're so good with that. Spoiler alert: I'm not. Um, I collected white rocks that I found outside. Wow. White mm-hmm. rocks? Yeah, racist okay. much, right? Mm-hmm. Sure. Turns out, and you know what happened? I grew up and I was white. What? 
crazy. What a right? connection. I know. It literally, like, it's it just, like, like spoke to me. It's like a chicken and the egg situation again, Exactly. You know? it's, it's like, it's which exactly. came first? You being white or you collecting rock. white rocks? Uh-huh. Literally, who knows? Literally, I have no There's idea. There's no way of telling. There's no way to tell what it's came crazy. first. Um, so, quarters, white rocks specifically. Um, I collected... I inherited a stamp collection from my grandfather. I didn't continue it, but I I like it a lot. Like I I I, I don't ever want to get rid of it. Right. Um I collected flower petals for a long time. Huh. Okay. Um yeah, it turns out I'm gay. <laughs> Who fucking knew? Uh-huh. Am I right, ladies? Other than that, I think that's about it. What about you? Um, I collected Beanie Babies, Pogs. Oh, yeah, I had a Beanie Babies collection. Yeah, Pogs, uh, pins. Like, not like mm-hmm. writing pens, but pins. Mm-hmm. I don't know. People say those words differently, but I don't. P-I-N-S. Pin. Pin versus pen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Pokemon cards. I don't know if I said that. Mm-hmm. One thing, I can't think of, like, necessarily a weird thing I collected. I can think of, like, fucking weird things I did. Like, yeah. I collected the Beanie Babies, and then I, like, hung them from trees in the woods outside my house. Like Top ten people who probably... <laughs> top, top ten things that remind me of, like, slave culture in Arkansas. Slave culture? Oh, my God. No, I never made that <laughs> fucking connection. Jesus Christ. Mm, well, you know, when you're when you're raised in the South, things just start coming up. No, in my mind, it was, like, medieval. Like, I was the oh, king, okay. and these were, like, people who had wronged me in some mm-hmm. way, or, you know, like, my rivals in the kingdom. I mean, fuck those beanie babies, am I right? Yeah. And, like, some of them, like, were up there for, like, years like hanging like some of the bears yikes i know it's creepy as fuck and actually i don't even think i took some of them down like when we moved because i've forgotten about them you know i was i was super young yeah that whoever like fucking bought that house is if they go out in our woods it's fucking they're in for it a tree they have beanie babies hanging from trees in the woods and then a dead cat in the backyard oh yeah pumpkin's there oh pumpkin Oh, pumpkin. Oh, pumpkin. She's buried, like, above, like, ground level. It's very strange. Ooh. Yeah, she's going to get washed up on their porch any day now. I mean, honestly, it's like a gift from God. Any day now. (laughs) 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 Yeah, I don't don't know. And now, as an adult, I collect... um, I didn't want to collect Funko Pops, and I don't really. I've got, like, four. Yeah. But I'm about to buy three more. Because well, they're the Overwatch ones, right? Right. I need the Diva, and I need May, and I need the new the new Lara Croft one. Mm-hmm. And I collect these like really rare Staryu figurines that were only sold in Japan. Oh yeah, like those metal ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I still like they're they're just like these tiny metal figurines, and I only collect the Staryu ones. And if you happen to see like a blue or a, or a purple one, purple in particular, let me know. Mm-hmm. Because they're fucking hard to find. Hit Joe up. Yeah. I've got like dealers out there like on like Pokemon trading forums. Like they know to contact me if those things pop up in a oh my God. in a thing. Yeah. Joe will pay the big Pokecoins for yeah. those. One time I found like an old like live journal post that had been posted like three years prior. And someone was selling one and nobody had like claimed it in the comments. And I emailed the user. I was like, do you still have this? Like I know it's been three years. But I was did they ever get pay. back to you? They did. I and I got. I bought it from them. Oh my god! I know. It's like romantic and stuff. It's literally like love at first sight. So romantical. Oh my god! But yeah. Other than that, other than that, I don't really collect anything. Like you have lots of collections. Cat. You have lots of little collections. I do. I like trinkets. Mm-hmm. I do. I like them. I like them. I don't think I really collect anything like now. Really? really? No. No, I like all the collections that I had were like like Beanie Babies and like rocks because I didn't have any friends. Like things that happened when I was a kid. I don't know. I'm just trying to think. Like my my roommate, she has like a like an anime figurine collection. Like she collects comic books. Like she does a bunch. She has lots of collections of things. And I don't think I really 
I don't have much of that. Wow, you're I, just like a boring person. I'm really fucking boring. Like yeah. that is an understatement. <laughs> no. <laughs> I just like no. I, I, I like collecting kitchen knives. I have like yeah, two I was about chef's to say, knives. You have like kitchen things. Yeah, I have like kitchen gadgets. You acquire, like, yeah. Yeah, kitchen gadgets. I'm gonna I'm gonna turn into that bitch when I'm 50 where I have like 12 different rice cookers that I've had over the years. That's gonna be my downfall, is like me collecting mm. rice cookers. See, it's I've heard of sad. like crazy cat lady, but I've never heard of like crazy rice cooker lady. Well, that's the thing, is like you just when it happens, you just need to, you know, put me in the asylum. Just lock me up. Alright, I'm it, ready. It won't be healthy. Sure, sure. Well, good questions. Thank you good so much. Good questions. Thank you. All the way from Dubai. Thank you very much. Yeah, um, and so international. So international. Um, I guess in the outro, we'll be telling you how you can uh, get a hold of us. We always need more mm-hmm. questions. Yes, yes. And uh, those of you who are patrons will be getting a little bonus episode uh, sometime this week. We'll record yes, that and you put will. it up on the Patreon page. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Yeah. Uh, patrons, we'll see you in that bonus episode. And everyone else, we will see you guys next week. Yep, sounds good. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening to the show. Subscribe to us on iTunes or via SoundCloud at the show samandjoe.com. You can also support and help keep this podcast going by checking out our Patreon page, patreon.com slash the show Sam and Joe. Patrons also gain access to exclusive content like bonus audio clips, music downloads, handwritten letters from Sam and me, or the opportunity to get interviewed in an episode of the show. We also have merch available. If you want a cup of fresh air mug, how to train your brain shirt, and more, visit our Spreadshirt at spreadshirt.com slash the show sam and joe also you can text us or call us and leave us a voicemail with your questions or comments or hit us up on our facebook page facebook.com slash the show sam and joe and if we like what we hear we may play your message in a future show that number is 516-500-SHOW or 516-500-7469 we also want to give a big personal thanks to the podcast patrons who have donated five dollars or more Thank you to Alex P, Allison B, Austin B, Ben B, Eric H, Feliciano D, Jazza, Joshua L, Kathleen E, Kevin V, Kylon C, Megan C, Pablo F, Vincent L, and Zaggy. As usual, thanks to all our listeners, and we'll see you next week on The, the Show. show.